Dan, I have a question for you. Can you can you answer this question? I will try. Okay. This is not a trick question. I'm being just straight up here. Okay, good. Uh, answer answer this. What is the role of a log splitter? Oh boy. Well, I would have to say a log splitter splits logs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. All Isn't right. that simple? Yeah. Okay. Good. It's, yep. Yeah. It's just simple. A log splitter's job is to split logs. All right. And, what do I win? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does he win, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I've just had this thought in my brain um, for the last, I don't know, it comes and goes, but uh, I, I get comments on my YouTube and my Facebook channel. And this is not one of these airing of the grievances. You know, I'm not complaining about comments. Um, but there is a style of comment that some people will leave uh, regardless of the firewood machine that I put a video up on, whether it be the log splitter or a firewood processor or my chainsaw, uh, those, the big three. Um, you know, when I think of what is the job, well, I'll ask you, what's the job of a chainsaw? Uh, in my wood yard, the role the chainsaw plays is to cut a log into smaller logs to then go on to the log splitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, this is just so simple, and that's where I... I allow myself to get wrapped around the axle. And I think I just get angst over some of these people's comments about just a very simple, straightforward video of, you know, my saw running or my log splitter or my processor running. I get, and maybe you do too. I'm sure you do. Uh, let's say you put up a, a video of your log splitter. And there will be people that comment and they'll say, yeah, but you're splitting maple. Um, let's see that thing split <laughs> double secret Australian Schwarzenegger wood. <laughs> yes. The Australian you know? concrete wood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why people in Australia even cut wood because it's, does concrete burn? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. So I get, I had, I even did a video of my chainsaw and I don't have a lot of chainsaw videos, but I had a video of a chainsaw. It was an ash log and it was a bigger one. It was probably about 20 inches uh, diameter. And I just had a video of me cutting rounds off of it. And the guys were going, yeah. Uh, but you know, you're cutting rotten wood cause there was some punkiness to it, you know? And I would reply, I was like, yes, but it still needs cut up. <laughs> yeah. It, it still needs to be done. Like you still need to do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, having a 12 foot, 20 inch round log laying on its side in my yard is doing no one any good. So I cut it up with a saw and then I catch grief for it yeah well you know that's that's the that's the 
<laughs> I, I love I, I know where this is going and, and I love this type of conversation because it, it happens all the time with <sighs> you're either splitting the wrong type of wood or yeah. to your point you're, it's rotten I mean I don't know yeah. how many times people will say yes but that wood looks rotten even though it's not you know it's, yeah. it's perfect it's just oak but yeah try splitting this try splitting that you should split this you should split that yeah I put up a video of my firewood processor, my Yappa 405, uh, with a six-way knife, and it was literally making mincemeat out of a log. It turned it into firewood. You blink your eye, and the trailer's full. And the guys were going, yeah, but it's silver maple. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Or, Dan, why are you splitting all that straight grain wood? Right. Why don't you and put some knotty stuff up there? Try splitting yeah. some knotty hardwood with it. <laughs> yeah. I had a video of my Easton made axis and the guy was like, yeah, well, you're just splitting straight grain wood. Was, and I'm thinking, well, what the heck? That's what I have to split. Exactly. That, that's what, that's what was up on the agenda for splitting. That's, that's what I had. So <laughs> I, I do like throw the whole, like I'll, I'll reply sometimes when I, you know, get the, you should try that with hardwood. And I'll say, well, this was red oak. So I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Don't get me started on oak. I get that too. The one guy said, um, oh boy, he said it was pine, you know, <laughs> which <laughs> I've never once had a pine log in, in my land. And he, he was saying, yeah, oh boy, it's pine. Why don't you try a tough log like white oak? You know, and I replied, <laughs> white oaks is one of the easiest splitting woods I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh chainsaws i i run my chainsaw well you know big deal the wood's rotten um i run my i run my processor big deal it was just silver maple i run my splitter big deal it was straight grain wood um i recall uh, with my, you know, my one splitter the super splitter um and this was before I had all the other machines. I, I just had my super splitter and I was standing next to my super splitter. And in the background was probably 20 cords of my value added firewood. It was all split small for the restaurants. And my super splitter had split every single stick of the wood that you saw behind me. And the, uh, the comments were, Oh boy, how will that thing split on on you know tough branches and crotches? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The focus I'm, of of one thing, you might have one knotty crotch piece out of a hundred, but the fact that it just split those hundred, that doesn't matter. Yes, yes. <laughs> Do you not see? I was like, want to turn around? Do you not see all of this? You know, with my arm <laughs> spread out behind me of of all of this you know, small split wood and the sun shining on it bright and the hallelujah choir. And they want to just say, yeah, but can it, oh gosh. Or how, how about this one? Is, yeah. Oh, how about, um, cause I've, I've gotten this with the, the Yappa 365, uh, that, you know, I'll be running log and they, well, that's nice and all, but can it handle an 18 inch diameter log or can it handle a 24 inch log? You know? Yeah. No, it can't. <laughs> and I don't have any. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so that's what I'm getting at about machines and firewood machines specifically is they are made and they are created to do X. <laughs> I don't want to just say one thing, but like, you know, my firewood processor, it does one thing. Other machines, I guess you can get them to do different things, but um, my firewood processor is invented to do one thing. And it's expensive. And everything, therefore, becomes a trade-off. Do you want a fast one? Do you want a slow one? Do you want one that's powerful, that can split everything? One that can take a bigger log? One that takes a smaller log, but it's a lot cheaper to buy? Um, that is what I'm getting at about firewood machines. And the way, I don't know, is it just a thing where people just see it on a video and they just want to throw a rock? Or is that the way people really think about when they're looking to buy a machine, if they're looking to buy a splitter, for example. Yeah. I, that is just the 100% wrong mentality, I think, when you're looking for a machine. Right. Don't, don't focus on what it can't do. Focus on what it can do. And yes, a log splitter is pretty specific. It is meant to split logs. And those logs are not always going to be the same shape, the same size, the same species. So, you know, if, if all you're doing is focusing on what you can't do with it, uh, I don't know, you're probably going to miss out on, yeah. <laughs> you're going to have a long road to find one. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, I want you to put on your thinking cap. You had a video a while back where you took your Ford F-150 to Merrill, Wisconsin, and you hitched up your firewood processor to the bumper and you pulled it back to your wood yard. Do you recall doing that? Yes. You think your truck did a good job? Uh, sure, it got it back here. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but could your truck have pulled a 53-foot semi-trailer <laughs> loaded up with elephants up Mount Everest during an earthquake? <laughs> No. And you know what else it couldn't do? It couldn't drive across the lake down by my house either. <laughs> well, that truck's just a joke then. There's no reason <laughs> even. You might as well just get rid of that now. Yeah. Yeah. What What? what am I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, for instance, my super splitter. Okay. Uh, I'm going to tell you what. It's got its limitations. There are logs that you just don't even want to bother running through that thing. Uh, but I think that is the wrong way to look at the tool that you need. Do you really want a log splitter that can split every single log that you can possibly think of? No, you don't. No. Although I, I think... have the one that will. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking of that one splitter that was at the Paul Bunyan show. It's as big as a semi-truck trailer. Yes. And you need a big uh, excavator to pick up. I mean, this would be like gigantic tree trunks that it would split. Okay, so that would split everything. But is that going to help you out with your firewood, <laughs> your restaurant, your bundle business? <laughs> yeah, what comes out the other end of that thing? That, you know, you, you don't, you, you, you're left with a split huge piece of wood that, what do you, you know, you're not, it's not really usable at that form. You're going to have to resplit it down. So yeah. What, what do you yeah. want to end up with and what do you, what do you have to put into the front end of the splitter? So 
again, back to my point, if I had a hundred rounds laying in my wood yard, chances are maybe five of those I'm not going to split because they're knotty, crotch, crooked pieces. Yep. But but I also then get to split the other ninety five. So I yep. you know I am ahead. <laughs> totally agree. The super splitter um, about me standing in front of my twenty cords of small split firewood that my super splitter did. The five logs that it couldn't split, I would throw into the neighbor's yard at nighttime. Uh, you know, why mess around with that and look at what it's done, man. And that, and this is coming from a guy that started off with like a Troy built 27 ton, 14 second cycle time, (laughs) I beam (laughs) log splitter where you could literally nap when you're running it, uh, and catch up on your sleep because that's how slow it was (laughs) for me to have possibly had split 20 cords in a reasonable amount of time that I did with the super splitter. It's the wrong tool. It's the wrong machine, man. Uh, and that's what I needed was something fast with a short cycle, uh, that can split, you know, 15 inch and under logs, something that's not as too heavy for me to pick up all by myself. Yeah. I, I, I will admit though, that I have gone through that phase where I, wouldn't look at something and say that's more work than it's worth. I would try to split it down and I would try to get every little piece of wood out of it. But now I'm at a point where, you know, to your, what you were saying, I'll throw them over the line into the ditch or I'll just get rid of that. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, All right. I'm done messing with that. <laughs> yeah. You know, to each their own. When I was just heating with wood, of course I would spend, I would get out my big saw and probably noodle the, the nasty round in the quarters and you'll get it to manageable pieces and get it split like that. Uh, but you know, not when, uh, not now when I, I need production and volume, why mess with that? Therefore, why do I want a splitter that can split everything? Yeah. Why do I want a chainsaw that can cut up a 36 inch round? You know, (laughs) When you I only had have 20 inch rounds, but they're right, rotten, but they're rotten. Yeah. I had a comment. Uh, I had another video up about my 405, my Yappa 405. It takes a maximum 16 inch uh, diameter log. And the comment was, oh boy, it can run small logs. How will it run a 200 year old nine foot diameter oak? <laughs> You know, and so I engaged with the guy and I said, this is not a valid criticism, you know, and he said it was. And I said, it is not because that is not the type of wood that you run through a processor, you know, and then from there, your processor, it's a trade off of what can you afford and what can it do? Um, My reality, at least in my part of the country, um, the bigger diameter logs don't get into the firewood market. Those get sent to the mills. They're purchased there and they're made into lumber or whatever. Right. Unless you're cutting them yourself. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not a tree service, so I don't have an endless supply of just whatever tree of whatever size to where I would want a gigantic processor that could handle all this stuff. The majority of my logs that come in are 16 inch and under. So why do I want to 
processor that can run a 20 inch log? Yeah, that's a, that's a very good question. <laughs> but you, you used a term that I didn't even, I haven't even really considered criticism. Like maybe like, I wonder if people just think they need to critique everything or is it just a matter of, you know, like that's the one thing I always wonder when I get comments like that. Like, what is it you're really trying to say? Okay, I'm, I can't split Australian kryptonite hardwood or whatever it is. But I don't have any Australian kryptonite hardwood. Like, you know, so I, yeah. It's, yeah, it's that's what <laughs> I had that to the guy. The guy says, oh, yeah, but can it split? He, I can't remember the name of the tree. And I told him, I said, I've never heard of this tree. And he says, well, it's very popular in, um, in New South Wales, Australia, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I was like, well, thank God, because I live in Ohio. And I, you know, I guess we'll never know until this machine gets out there. Uh, I had another one. The guy says, yeah, that looks real good on pine. He says, how can it split Western Texas hardwoods? He said, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i'm not from texas <laughs> yeah the the best response i had one time was um i asked i i you know i i asked the guy when he mentioned that my splitter wouldn't be able to split australian hardwood i said well does australian hardwood then ever get split or how does it ever get split what machine yeah. can split australian hardwood and his response was we typically split it with an axe <laughs> so so you're telling me a 28 ton hydraulic log splitter would not split something that you can split with an axe yeah gosh <laughs> you know my troy built splitter okay you know it's not the biggest thing in the world but it, it would split anything it would split it slow and there's always some weird shaped log of this or that you know where you just don't even mess with it but come on man you know, <laughs> it'll split it. That's what I say about my super splitter. It was always just bad mouth set. And I'm thinking, look around, bud. Look at all this wood. And, you know, so what if it can't split that crotch over there of elm or, or gum or whatever? Who cares? That's Don't not how, yeah, that's not how you judge the value or the worth of a machine. You know? Yes. Very good point. <laughs> And I think that's something that is easily overlooked by people watching content, watching videos, is they're, they're looking at something being done, but they're only in their mind thinking of what it can't do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get onto a landscaping um, YouTube channel and have some guy digging a hole with a shovel. And I'll say, yeah, but can that shovel dig the foundation of a house in half of a day? <laughs> well, then that shovel's no good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was just something on my mind. When I think of a machine, I think of what can the machine do for me, you know? Yes. Um, and, you know, I don't think about what it can't do. And is it, is it? any concern of mine that my log splitter can't split twisted double kryptonite Australian hardwood. <laughs> well, it, it, uh, for some people, it is a big concern that, that, that you know, 
Yeah. Well, all I know is that you need to find yourself a new pickup truck because your truck can't pull a locomotive uh, through quicksand. No. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to have to start shopping around. That's, that is something uh, <laughs> I'll add to my list for the new year. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, boy. Well, Dan, that was just something that was on my mind. You know, what is the machine for? Yeah. What can the Uh machine do for you and what can you do with the machine there? You know, that's another thing is what, when you're looking at getting a machine, like think about, like you said, for instance, a logs player. All right. What kind of material do you have? What kind of logs are you going to get? What kind of trees, what, what's the type of trees you're going to be splitting? And then, you know, you might not need the highest end, highest tonnage log splitter out there. Yep. I don't know. Yep. Same thing with, you know, if you're a landscaper, do you need a seven axle dump truck or do you just need, (laughs) you know, a, or do you just need a three quarter ton pickup truck, you know, with uh, uh, some extra leaf springs in the back? Yep. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, this is this, and this is something that I've kind of been conditioning myself because I get like people will email me, they'll call me and ask me like about the Yappa, for example, or the Easton Maid, and yeah. like so. Then what ends up happening is I almost have to like interview them. I have to say, what are you? What type of wood do you have? You know, are you getting logs? Are you getting tree service wood? You know, so I think it's just something that more people can maybe. I don't know, just pay attention and not focus on what you can't do with something. What is the machine yeah. for and what can the machine do? Right. That's the way I see it. Okay. Well, Dan, that was just something I had on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> we interrupt this podcast for just the random thought that was on my mind. Random thoughts from mm-hmm. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But we got uh, some bad weather down here in Ohio. High winds. Uh, just every type of precipitation, uh, rain, sleet, ice, snow. Yeah, there's and, uh, there's been a few uh, winter storms moving through this past week. I think this is the second one you guys had, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but not much accumulation, though. Just a lot of, it's mostly rain and high winds. And our lights yeah. have been flickering uh, all day long. Oh, boy. Yeah, but that uh, I've readjusted my delivery schedule, though, because I'm not (laughs) and I don't think the customers want me there, you know, in a driving rain because then, you know, they always want to come out and help. So we've pushed everything back a couple of days. We'll let this blow through and then we'll get back on it. Yeah. Oh, there. So. So wait, are you telling me that your log splitter can't split in the rain? (laughs) This uh, (laughs) this guy doesn't work in the rain. (laughs) So this gets into the, what can you do with the machine and what you can do is not split in the rain. <laughs> That's right. That was a little, uh, a, a shot of genius that I had because I just committed that I don't work in the rain. What it did was it wound up giving me half of the year off. I'll take wow. it. Wow. Nice. And HR approved that, huh? That's right. Oh, nice. Uh huh. Well, yeah, I don't, I'm, it'd be nice to have something like that, but you know, for me as a hobbyist. I don't work in the rain anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And I have any amount of time off in the year that I want. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) 
Yeah, you have such an easy lifestyle being a hobbyist. Uh, you have you only have a full time job that you have to do, and uh, and you know, maintain your yard and do your your hobbies. Yes, as a hobbyist. <laughs> Let's see how many jingles we can get in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> you know the funny thing is, is it that actually has caught on way more than I thought it ever would. Like people, yeah, will, people mention it. it and ask about it. <laughs> I heard that you 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 used it on your podcast or your uh, live stream on Friday nights too. Yeah, and I've had several times when I mention the word in a video, people will say, "Oh, what? No jingle?" <laughs> They'll leave a comment like that. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. All right. Yeah. So we appreciate right. you. We appreciate the people out there who notice the little things like that. How could they not notice? <laughs> How could they not notice? Or appreciate those. They appreciate. Yes. It. Notice yeah. and appreciate. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Dan, here's a random trivia, though. The Woodhounds podcast, we are um, listened and enjoyed in 74 countries around the world. Really? Yeah, 74. I was tinkering through our statistics. And I counted them all up. There were a number of other like territories on there, like Guam, you know, that's not technically a country, but I just counted the countries. 74. Oh. Yeah. I thought um, and, 72. Uh, the top <laughs> country, <laughs> the top countries was the USA, Canada, and the United Kingdom. Nice. Uh, but, yeah, but there was a lot of... Um, a very good range. I think all continents were there. Um, the top um, streaming services that were listened to are Spotify, Apple iTunes, and iHeartRadio. Uh, but then there is just all kinds of different um, streaming services and um, Google. Yeah. And, yeah. And the website too. Yep. Yeah. What is very the name cool. of the website? Dan? The website is the woodhounds at oh the email the email is the woodhounds at gmail.com and the website is the woodhounds.com. There you go. All right. Well, Dan, what do you say? Let's strike up the band and um I'm gonna sit around and wait for my electricity to go off and then <laughs> plug plug my battery back up into the sump pump. All right. Well that sounds yeah. like an exciting afternoon. <laughs> Okay, so Dan and I want to thank everyone for tuning in and helping make the Woodhounds the number one firewood podcast in the world. Yes, 74 countries and all. There you go. And, and counting. <laughs> and counting. And we are on our 95th episode. We're soon approaching the 100th. So get ready. Um, and thanks for tuning in on all major podcasting platforms. And we want to tell everyone out there to stay safe and be cool and have a great day.